0: It is not the end of days; it is the beginning. I've had people ask me directly, and I've had ask I've had people ask me um, in fear, shrouded as a joke, if this was the end of days, if things would ever be normal again. Yes and no, beloved. It's definitely not the end. Instead, it's a beginning. I mean. Think about it, birth is messy and scary. The twins and I almost died when I gave birth to them. Sometimes we are shaken, squeezed, scared, it's okay. But this is not the end of some great thing. It is the beginning of something greater. Someone asked me if the earth was shaking off its fleas. (laughs) No. And yes, it's not shaking off its fleas, but beloved, Google it, okay? The unbelievable, swift change in some of the climate damage we have done just in a few weeks of everybody slowing down. The canals in Italy... The pollution over China, it's a dramatic change. It is awe inspiring. We talk a lot about learning and growing and how if we don't embrace the lessons when they're small, they get bigger and bigger and bigger. Beloved, we were not embracing world unity. Now we are. We were not considering the health and wellness of our species, now we are. There's a lot of talk um, about the people who aren't, right? The people who are hoarding out of fear and things like that. But overall, that's not what people are doing. It's, again, in so many ways, awe-inspiring. There was a massive movement to really pressure more people to stay home. This was necessary for the few who were not listening, but it made it sound like the masses weren't listening. Beloved, we must be both realistic and optimistic. An article crossed my path yesterday that was sort of bequeathing, is that the right word? <laughs> was trying to get people to not over spiritualize this. Okay, no spiritual bypass. We're not going to pretend it's not true. We're not going to say we are protected by divine light and then go let people breathe on us. That is not what I am saying. But, lovelies, everything does happen for a reason it is not some almighty giant human being pointing fingers at us we can get at the science the doctory ish of of it okay in china we are grossly overpopulated and people despite the fact that Um, There's a reputation or a stereotype that they wear masks all the time. They also spit and blow snot in public, in front of people. There are parts of the country where children just defecate right on the sidewalk. This is culture that needs to shift for the well-being of our species. In the past year, There have been a number of species thought to be extinct that have reemerged. They went into hiding to grow stronger. That's not gonna be what happens here. We're not gonna go into hiding for so long people think we don't exist. (laughs) Let's be clear, okay? But to pull back, the turtle pulls into his shell when he needs to chill out. He needs to reevaluate, and so we reevaluate our priorities, and we think about what is of value and what is not. Beloved, I want you to be smart. I want you to stay home, <laughs> okay, if you can. If you can stay home, stay home. I want you to take a deep breath and realize that a month from now, two months from now, things will be normal. It will be a new normal. It will be a better normal. There will still be some people who are freaking out because some people freak out. There will be some of us who've been judgmental who will be less so. I used to roll my eyes at the mom that was hypervigilant with the (laughs) antibacterial uh, hand sanitizer. I will never be as extreme as I have seen some mothers be. And I will never be again probably as extreme as I have been in the past few days. But I won't judge her ever again. Beloved, we are being asked to operate as a species, as a culture of the world. We're being asked to think about others, to recognize that while the threat may not be on us personally that our small actions do create a ripple effect. Have y'all seen this video? I think there's a meme too, but it's a line of matches, right? They're all lined up and someone lights the first match and they very quickly begin to catch the next match next to it. And the fire keeps going match after match after match when someone pulls one of the matches down ever so slightly and the chain reaction stops. And the matches that were lit burn out and the rest are spared. There's not a much better analogy, right? Not just for the spreading of the coronavirus or anything else, not just for the spreading of fear, but for the spreading of good and light, right? If we all rise up, we keep the good running through. Right, We light the fire of joy and peace and effort and focus. Beloved, if you're caught up, then you might have heard me say something recently about 2020. It holds true. Someone asked me about my hope for 2020 and did this mean that I was wrong? No, lovelies, I'm not wrong. What I said in that episode was 2020 is opportunity to rise above the darkness, to let go of what has held us back and down, to shed the darkness so we can feel the light. We do this by accepting and releasing what no longer serves us. That's true. I don't mean people though sometimes that is the case, often. What I mean, lovelies, is this time of reflection should be used wisely. Being able to witness the undeniable healing of our planet, not the people on it, our planet itself as its own being. Like I said, the pollution, the water, the, the dramatic Fast change in the health of our planet as its own being. To be able to witness that, it's going to get a whole lot more people on board. Do not downplay that. Tell everyone who you can get to listen. The reevaluation of what we frivolously buy or think that we need. Do we need microbladed eyebrows and fake eyelashes? Do we need hair extensions? Now, don't get me wrong. I am full on in favor of doing whatever makes you feel good. And I wanna support all the stylists and all the people who beautify us because we want it, right? But I know so many people who sacrifice their own well-being, time with their kids, the money that they should be spending on other things for things like that. Right? If that a luxury fits into your life, so be it. Right? I've told y'all this story before of the years I spent with no makeup and no TV and how the universe sort of backhanded me for that, right? You came here to live, live, enjoy the things that are here about being a human being. But let's reevaluate what is important. What is important is time with the people we choose to call family. What is important is enjoying the quietness of our own backyard or the field near your apartment complex to just slow down and be more peaceful, to not be so intense. Lovelies. Well, I'd like to bring you some peace of mind today. Not blindly, because we need to be smart. We need to, <laughs> I haven't thought of this phrase in a long time, but, you know, we we respond locally to affect ourselves globally right my little neighborhood is very quiet and yet i see people walk down the street i see people dilly-dally in their yards it's nice and there is isn't added quiet because i guess There's not as many cars. Why are we running from place to place? Why, when we have free time, do we go walk around the store instead of sit in our yard or on our front porch? This has been habit, and sometimes habits have to be break (laughs) breaking broken by cold turkey. When my husband quit drinking, he just quit. Now, I know not everybody can do that, but sometimes we just have to quit. The weaning it all thing doesn't work. How many of you tried to wean yourselves off sugar, right? You, pat, you cut back, you cut back, you cut back, then you fucking binge, <laughs> right? We are being asked for a quick, abrupt halt on being overly busy right, on running from place to place to place. We are being asked to put a quick abrupt halt on excessive spending, right? Amazon has even said that they are going to pull back on all the frivolous stuff that they fill their warehouses with and fill it full of the stuff that we all actually need. That one thought scared a lot of people, but guys, shouldn't it be that way? Shouldn't we have more of what we need and less crap? I think we should. Maybe some of us should use this extra time to minimize, to simplify our lives. Look around. What is just taking up space? What does not bring you joy, even in time like this? If that book doesn't make you want to pick it up, put it in a box to donate. If you can look around you and see that there is more than you need, let's let it go. We should live simply so that we can all simply live. We are one culture, the culture of the world. There are different behaviors in different areas. I get that. And we don't want to lose our uniqueness. I'm not asking for that. I'm asking for that overriding understanding that when we do right, we heal the world. If you've listened to any of my episodes on death, then you know that I describe life and death as a hallway of doors. That from the moment we enter our body, we are essentially walking down this hallway made out of doors. And if you think about the light at the end of the tunnel, people talk about how it's like at the end, you know, the light's down there and they go walking towards it. This makes sense, right? We're walking down this hallway made out of doors and they're all exits from this human experience. They all have different names. It might be car wreck. It might be heart attack. It might be coronavirus but we're not gonna step out a door unless our spirit says it's done enough here, that it's ready to graduate or transfer colleges. You may have heard that recently a 103 year old person recovered from coronavirus, 103. You may not know General Patton who helped win the war and was in countless battles, survived the war but died in a car accident the next day. He didn't want to step out the door that said war. He stepped out the door that said car accident. Yeah. So there's going to be people who take this door. And some of us might end up knowing some of them. But it is not going to be like one of those movies where somebody's going down the street with a truck collecting all the bodies, guys. It's not going to be like one of those movies where, you know, they put bubbles over whole cities and stuff like that. The, the sensationalism of scary things makes it all harder, right? It's like the movies about ghosts and spirits and things. They make people afraid. And a lot of people miss out on experiences because the fear is pervading. Don't be misled. And remember that up until this started, most of us, most rational people were aware that the news sensationalized things, right? That it went out of its way to operate on sensational ideas on fear or whatever to keep us going. And if you don't believe that, There's actually a documentary that my husband and I watched on Netflix that's about the birth of the 24-hour news cycle and how when those 24-hour cable channels first started, they intentionally came up with a plan to keep people watching. We have to keep this in mind. It is a money-making organization. I'm not saying that it's all bad, but... If you knew the day before this got serious, that the news made everything seem bigger and louder and scarier than it was, don't pretend you didn't have that knowledge as you listen to what's going on now. When you need to, turn it off. If you have somebody on your social media who instead of just sharing information is spreading fear, snooze them. There's three little dots. You can push it and you can snooze someone for 30 days. Just snooze them. You don't have to like get them out of your world altogether, right? Just snooze them. Give them a chance for their fear to pass before it gets on you because that shit is contagious. You don't have to be afraid to be smart. You don't have to be afraid to wipe down the handle of the cart at the grocery store. You don't have to. You don't have to be afraid to keep your distance. Fear is not the thing that makes us do that right now. What makes us do that right now is that we have been asked to do that in order to keep ourselves and others safe to help keep this at a minimum while our healthcare system catches up. We're being asked to stay home so that we don't get into car accidents and have to send people to the hospital for something that could have been prevented right? We're being asked to be smart. And we're being asked to remain hopeful. I'm asking you to stay hopeful, to remember what 2020 is. If you add it up numerologically, it's a four. That is stability across the four corners. I dare say the four corners of the globe, right? It is getting things done. It is shaking us awake. So let's wake up. The number two is balance and cooperation and it can be viewed as a double strength or a double weakness. Let's make it a double strength because we're stronger together. The number 20 is about empowerment. It means you are capable and you are supported. Beloved, we are stronger together. Keep your consciousness clear. Cry if you need to cry. Yell if you need to yell. Hug somebody you love or your cat or your dog or your pillow. Send a loving message to someone that you can tell is freaking out. Get some toilet paper for the old lady next door. Whatever you can do that makes you feel like you are part of the solution. But don't. Walk around in dread. Look at where we're headed. Think about summer. By summer, this will have lifted. The sun will be out. And we will be on with our new normal. Until next time, beloved. Namaste.
1: Hi, beauties. My name is Megan, and I couldn't pass up an opportunity to share who Jennifer Hall really is with all of you. Jennifer is a gifted woman who loves to share the tips and tricks of mastering lessons from the universe through real life experiences. When I found Jennifer about two years ago, I did not know what to expect. My past conditioning had me fearing psychics and avoiding them, and that was something I overcame within my first conversation with Jennifer. She has no desire to control you or make decisions for you, but she will tell you what's best for your highest good, and it's up to you to do the work or not. It's very common for people to seek out a psychic, to read the future, and sure, it's human nature to want to know what we don't know, to find the certainty in life. But what you actually get through Jennifer is so much deeper than knowing with, with certainty. It's really about how to grow through the uncertainty and embrace the power each of us hold deep within our own sovereignty and untapped gifts. Jennifer has helped me grow through many lessons in life, relationship lessons with my husband of 15 years, my gifted and stubborn children, career lessons that involved overcoming complacency and dealing with difficult bosses, and of course, lessons for my spiritual growth and tapping into and embodying my own authenticity. Her podcast, Lessons from the Universe, is food for the soul. It is channeled wisdom, and it is personal wisdom that she picked up as she learned and grew into who she is today. Jennifer is well known and sought out. I have people from all over the world reaching out to me to provide a referral to her so that she can speak with them and and they're able to meet her. This podcast makes it possible for people all over the world to receive her messages and receive the love that she pours into the collective. If you aren't a patron today, please consider becoming one and donating as much as $1 per month. If all of her beloved fans donated just $1, it would make an amazing impact on her offerings to the world. I meet with Jennifer monthly, and I'm also a patron because I believe so much in the lessons from the universe. And I have witnessed the beauty in learning and growing, the beauty in overcoming and smashing the many bubbles of conditioning that I succumbed to in my past. I have a new, more powerful story and a big part of this story is embracing lessons from the universe. Your story will continue to change and your donations will help many others change their stories across the globe, allowing the story of the collective to change for the best as well. If you love and live through the lessons from the universe as much as I do like share and become a patron and watch lessons from the universe. Take the rest of the world by surprise in the best ways possible. Sending light and love to all of you. Namaste.
0: Thank you. Thank you for joining me today for this episode of lessons from the universe with Jennifer Hall. It is my privilege to have your ear and your time. Come out, find me on social media, visit one of my seminars, book an educational session. However it is that I can support you, I'm here. Remember, beloved, there's a little brunette with a podcast who's got your back.